Welcome to the Jesus Loves Me podcast by Hardwired for Life. It's Gemma Rowling. And that is Sharon Lucy. And I think it's hot today. It is nuclear hot today. Not a nuclear family, but nuclear hot. Sorry, personal Sidebar. Time. Sidebar. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, we are sitting here talking about how the dog is making lots of noises and... You know, so if you hear weird sounds while we're recording, and this is just what this is just what happens. Um, our our sweet little puppy likes to make noises. Uh, yeah. So, what are we talking about today? So we have a good subject today on trust. Trust. Yeah. And and I think Janice got a good portion of it because she's currently. I'm currently writing a book about trusting God and oh my gosh so it started all of this started way back when like three weeks ago <laughs> a lifetime ago so long ago when I was meditating on the Lord and I'm just having my quiet time with him and I hear him say you do not trust your body to heal itself and I was shocked because I was like, am I even supposed to trust my body? Wait a minute. What do you mean I don't trust my body? I never thought I didn't trust myself. You know, like how I don't understand, Lord. What are you trying to say? So that's usually how it starts. And then. <laughs> yeah, then we're sunk because then he starts answering those questions. Yeah. And then we end up with another book. See, didn't take See? long. And. Honest, you guys, okay, so when it comes to writing books, it's just the way I process information. Uh, it's just how God made me. It's just what I've I've been doing. And so it becomes a, a very cathartic process, a very therapeutic process. When I write, I learn because I inevitably end up studying and doing research and all of these things. So, yeah, and, and so I'm in the middle of this book and... The thing that happened that was really impactful was that, you know, out of seven chapters, there, you know, I'm, I'm writing the beginning of chapter five. And chapter five is entitled Trusting Ourselves. And it hit me that I don't have to trust myself, but I have to trust God in me. And that just, like, first of all, it was like a does statement, you know, like, of course God's in me and of course I should trust him. I trust him with other things, you know, why wouldn't I, you know, I don't understand. So as part of this process, I've been just really looking about how, how we, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll get back to, to that and sort of what my revelation, how it affected me. But um, we have to take risks to trust. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, when we were children, we trusted much easier, much more easily mm -hmm. than we do as adults. Um, as children, we have this childlike faith and you know so often we're, we're trusting more trusting to strangers um 
and yet we it's sort of beaten out of us by the time we <laughs> I mean seriously it's like we learn not to trust anymore and some of us make the conscious decision to say I'm not going to trust people yeah people have uh you know I've done like a lot of healing and deliverance and people make inner vows yeah and that actually stops them from going forward with people and the Lord Right, and yet we're called to love God and love others as we love ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I'm thinking trust is a big factor for us in the relationships with ourselves, God, and others. Mm -hmm. And so I'm writing my book based on that. And then I get to that chapter five, and everything gets turned over for me because it was like, wait a minute. Doing the study, the Bible study on the word trust, there are hundreds of scriptures that talk about trust. Hundreds, And as I'm going through them, I'm like, okay, 99.999% of these say to trust in God, trust in the Lord, trust in God's word. And it literally says, do not trust ourselves. Mm -hmm. And to be very weary about trusting others. And it's like, oh, so we're not supposed to trust ourselves. Mm -hmm. And... And, I mean, that may sound really weird. It sounds kind of weird when we, the way that, you know, for me, the way I grew up, you know, I, I would think that trusting myself would be part of my self-love relationship. Right. You know, let alone my re relationship with others. Mm -hmm. And I want to trust others. And yet, people disappoint you. All the time. They fail you. You know, and... Yet we're still striving to trust them. No wonder we don't have good relationships and we're all dysfunctional. <laughs> right? But the thing is, is that it's because we're trying to trust in the flesh. Yes. And we can't. I mean, the Bible talks about, uh, it has a lot of verses on the flesh and how weary it is, how deceitful it is, how... You know, and I've, I've got a few verses here that talk about that. And I'll read, I'll just read a couple. Um, John 6, 63 says in New King James, it says, It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. So the flesh profits nothing. Zero. It doesn't say a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, it says nothing. And it's like, okay. And then in Romans 7, 18, it says, nothing good dwells in the flesh. Nothing good. Nothing. I know, I know right? There's that nothing again. And then Romans 8, 13, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, and you put to death the deeds of the body, and you will live right it's like the flesh is not good <laughs> <laughs> Sad. it's very and then there was another one there's um uh where it says he condemned sin in the flesh and that one really i was like what that's in romans 8 to 2 to 4 ish um, he condemned, so God condemned sin in flesh. Like, think about that. Mm -hmm. That's, it's like, no wonder we're sick. Mm -hmm. No wonder we have, no wonder we're 
getting old and dying, mm-hmm. you know, like if our sin is condemned in the flesh. Right. Because if we're living by the flesh and not in the spirit. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It really is amazing. Yeah. Well, I think what's hard is uh, we were just talking earlier You know, you have relationships every week with other people that maybe aren't really close to you. Sometimes you can uh, trust a little more if it's someone you know well. But, you know, you might have a tire go out on the freeway. You might have, you know, leave your cell phone in a cart and somebody returns it honestly. You know, there's all kinds of things. And we trust that hopefully someone will help us and not uh, hurt us. And that's really, really hard uh, for on many levels because, you know, it's either it's going to be a loss of money or physical hurt or more damage or something along those lines. Right. So we're having to trust that it's all going to be well in the end. Yeah. So we trust people on like when we're driving down the freeway. I always think about this when I'm driving down the freeway because we're careening our car, this big old multiple ton vehicle down going the speed limit of course. Um and and we trust the other people not to like go into our lanes or kill us, mm-hmm. you know, like driving is so dangerous, but we don't think about that all the time every day because we You know, and we're from just outside of Los Angeles, so we drive, and there's a lot of traffic, there's a lot going on, and you have to be a fairly aggressive driver in so many ways um, in order to stay safe. I know that sounds really strange, but um, it's true. And But we trust others, strangers, to just do whatever, and it's like... I was thinking about trust when I was writing, and I'm like, trust is wild. Mm-hmm. Like, it it just, we trust the craziest things. We trust our doctors blindly when they give us medication sometimes. We trust our um, babysitters to watch out for our children. You know, we uh, there's just so many ways that we trust strangers, and yet when it comes to personal relationships, we like a lot of us don't even want relationship or have a hard time with relationship because we've been hurt. Or Mm -hmm. if we have a relationship that's begun and then we get hurt by it, it's like, we just want to dissolve it. Right. Everybody wants to run away. Right. We don't want to face the conflict of it. We don't want to, you know, mend it necessarily. Many of us just walk away. It's crazy. Trust is crazy. And again, it takes it takes courage to trust. And and yet, if we look back at we're looking at scripture and we're looking at all the verses that say trust only in God, basically, mm-hmm. then why are we even trying to trying to trust in other people in the first place? I know. Well, and we do it like you say. We we're brought up to trust. We go through life, like you said, trusting all these things. Yeah, it's crazy. So when did, or how did trust become so important to relationship? Like biblically, if we look at, biblically, what's important to relationship is love. Mm -hmm. And yet we associate love and trust very closely with each other. Mm -hmm. 
almost as though trust is a foundation for love or love is a foundation for trust. Mm -hmm. And that just boggles my mind. It's like, how, how are we supposed to do relationships? Well, there's a scripture that talks about, and I'm paraphrasing terribly here, faith worketh by love. But what it amounts to is when you're in relationship with someone, whether it's, you know, you have business relationships that go sour. Come on. There's all kinds of relationships that go sideways. But I think it's, I'm going to use a simple term. I hope I'm not offending anyone. But you're taking the higher road. You're overlooking the offense, because that's usually what happens, or the broken trust to continue the relationship. Not that someone's allowed to toxically hurt you and you shouldn't stay in that. I'm not talking about, we're not talking about, you know, toxic relationships here. Yes, there's lots of those, don't get in them. (laughs) But on an everyday relationship where the people are willing to work at it and they're healthfully working at it, it gives you more reasons to trust that relationship, whatever, community it's in or however you're you know whatever you're doing i think it comes down to a lot of it comes down to the boundaries that we set for ourselves Mm -hmm. you know we definitely don't want to be in any um predatory slash victim type relationship we don't want to be um in a codependent relationship right you know so we need healthy boundaries and you know, I think it also comes down to the fact that we're just navigating, we're navigating in a fleshly world. Mm-hmm. So we yes. really have no choice but to take the idealistic form, I'll just say it that way, of the Bible out of it in so many ways. It's like we want to just believe and, you know, like have relationship and love and love unconditionally, you know, but then we're living in this crazy in the world and we still have to deal with others we and we have to learn how to have a relationship we have to learn how to love like god loves mm-hmm. which is it, it can be a challenge especially for those of us who have been hurt mm-hmm. you know repeatedly and there are lots of us out there i mean we've all been hurt in some way shape mm-hmm. or form because we're still existing in this human this fallen human condition. condition. <laughs> so we really have no choice but to go, okay, how can we ask God for more wisdom? How can we use that wisdom to to create healthy boundaries? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it just... I think it goes back to the loving ourselves too, and loving God, you know, because if we're going to love ourselves, then we're going to treat other people on the same level. And again, that would include the boundaries and all those things that we need to work on all the time. It's right. hard work. It is hard work. It's it's daily hard work. I mean, we just... You know, people get afraid, and I totally get it. I think it comes down to how you were raised. But if your parents gently set those boundaries into place with you, and yes, there's going to be some times that are going to be tough with a child... But again, that's where you learned all those behaviors. It's about, it's about keeping that connection during the crisis, whether it's a child or a spouse or other people. But it's also truly about, you know, not being afraid to come into conflict 
which you're confronting something, but what you're doing is you're bringing that problem into the light so it can be solved. And I think often the conflict is where it gets stuck. True. In the trust issue. And then you, everybody's at odds. So, yeah. Yeah, we lose relationships and we, we purposely let them go. We dissolve them. We, you know, and it all has to do with a, you know, it, and I'll, what I'll bring up is like with trust is expectation. Oh, and yeah. what we're doing when we trust somebody is that we have a certain level of expectation or we're expecting something in return or whatever. And our expectations don't get met. Mm-hmm. And that's where the trust falls apart. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, we, we often don't know how to manage our own expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think managing expectations is huge in terms of uh, navigating relationships with other people. And where I learned how to manage expectations was at work. You know, in, in my career, in my job, dealing with coworkers, supervisors, students, you know, etc. cetera. Um, you know, it's like lay out the expectations and be have good communication about the expectations and then nobody's going to be surprised mm-hmm. my my team used to always say jana hates surprises <laughs> and i would tell my students that especially my graduating students i don't like surprises so communicate with me mm-hmm. let me know what you're doing that mm-hmm. way i won't be surprised when right. you do something you know, it's like I, I won't that be wasn't shocked. on the radar, right? Exactly. Right. Um, yeah, I think, it, I think it overflows into a different level with people, too. And here's, I think, the tricky part. It's about putting the kind of expectations that need to go on to God and not other people. Ooh, ouch. Yeah, there's a fine line there. Not to say that people shouldn't have, you know, an understanding. I'm not saying that. But there's a really, really fine line of things that need to go to God. I was told before I was ever married, I wasn't even dating anyone. I was like 19. And she, this lady, I don't know, I guess God was just using her for some wisdom. And she says two things. You never know what goes on behind closed doors when you get married. And she said, expectations can kill a marriage. Because they're, un, they're unmet needs. They're unfulfilled needs. So I think there's that super fine line with people too. We have to be super careful what we're expecting out of someone. Right. And that's, you know, obviously we have to, again, we have to learn those things. I want to go back to what you said about God and the expectations, expectations that we put in him versus in other people. Because when I, and I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, Forgive me if I said this already, but when I was at the beginning of chapter five of my book called, you know, the chapter called Trusting Ourselves, and I, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm about to get into this, and I I felt this heaviness, this like, oh boy, this is going to be a big one. You know, this chapter is going to be difficult. Something's going to happen here. And I felt like God was... You know, he, well, this is what he said to me is he said, um, I'm looking in my computer right now. This is a really easy thing to say, but for some reason I have to look it up right now. Um, he said, we don't have to trust ourselves. We can trust God in us. And 
that really hit me. It was a really profound statement for me because I needed, I just needed to hear that because what it did was it changed what he said to me a few weeks ago when I heard him say, you do not trust your body to heal itself. Now that phrase, that, that statement was, you do not trust your body. No, wait a minute. You do not trust God in your body to heal itself. And it was like, what? Wait a minute. What do you mean? I don't. Of course, I trust God. You know, like, duh, I, I trust God. But really, I wasn't. I'm not trusting him or I haven't trusted him when it comes to healing my body. And and that was a big deal for me. It was like. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so I've spent the majority of my life focusing on my spirit and my soul, not my body. And I've done that because of, you know, literally when I was a newborn, I was a, a victim of uh, domestic violence. And I was broken and bruised when I was born. And, and I was born with asthma. So... I learned at a very young age that if you're broken, bruised, or sick, you get special attention. Mm-hmm. And so my body has failed me my whole life. And that's all I've known. And so I haven't developed my relationship with my body and God in my body. Now I know where God stands in my spirit and with my spirit or with my soul. I've done enough of that Bible study already, but not with my body. Mm-hmm. And so to have that revelation was really powerful for me. And I don't know where it's going to go tomorrow. I don't know where it's going to go today. I don't know what it's going to look like when that revelation sinks in even more. Mm-hmm. You know, um, obviously I'm expecting to be changed and to look at things differently but I don't know what that's going to look like. And I'm just being real and transparent and honest here. So, uh, yeah, sometimes it doesn't look as a dog. Sometimes life looks a little messy. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Looks a little messy. It is messy. It is. Because then we're not controlling it. Right. Wait, what? Yeah. Mm, one you of have to bring statements. control into this trust situation? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> where, where does control fit into our lives? Well, guess what? It doesn't. Yeah. Well, and again, that's the trusting thing. You know, I think, too, the more that you walk with the Lord, you know him, you know his ways. You don't know everything he's going to do, but, you know, sometimes you have a little bit of an idea. So that, that pours out to everything you do and everybody you're with or around or your situations. But it's hard sometimes. You're just like, what are we doing, Lord? I yeah. need blah, 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 or this needs to happen, and bleh, what, however we're looking at things, you know, or what about this, you know? Well, you know, and that, that reminds me or makes me think of our expectations and communicating our expectations to God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely important. Because otherwise... He, it can feel like he's failing us just like a human being would mm-hmm. if, we, right. if we're not communicating what we expect. Well, and he knows what we need. We just have to ask, which is a pride issue if we don't. Right. And, and he says to ask. 
Mm -hmm. repeatedly, mm -hmm. you know, and he says not only to ask, but, <clears throat> excuse me, it will be given to you, and he says that not just, he'll give you not only your needs, but your wants, too. Mm -hmm. He put it in there. He put those desires in there to start with, so. I mean, that is just, yeah, so how are we, what does our relationship look like with God? Mm -hmm. Do we have that open communication with him mm -hmm. so that we can have our expectations on the table? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and yeah. And I'm going to say that when, whenever I approach writing a book, whenever God has a big topic for me to explore and to, to conquer or whatever, um, I expect that by the end of the book, I'm going to have changed. Amen. It's just the way I just expect that. Amen. Because it's happened repeatedly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like I just know that going in. Oh, yeah, I get to become a new person. This might hurt along the way. <laughs> it might be a bumpy road. But uh, it's how it works, though. But I think we have to be courageous. And, you know, it. Well, another way, another word to put courageousness in my life is that I'm just tenacious and stubborn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm going to figure this out. Right. It's going to happen. I'm not putting this down. Right. It's like a dog with a bone. It's, it's true. Um, you know, it's in so many ways can be a bad thing in life. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely like, I'm, I'm growing, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> and you like it. <laughs> and I'm going to like it. <laughs> yeah, wow funny. what a topic today oh my goodness yeah what a topic so uh yeah i think we're ready to i don't know is there anything else i don't think so Do you have, okay a lot i know we've kind of went through a lot so yeah well uh, thank you for listening and don't forget to check out what we've got going on on our website and uh our facebook we actually have a Facebook group. If you didn't know that, you can join our group. And I don't know. Is there any other housekeeping? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, it's, we've been a little quiet, but yeah, we needed. And we needed our rest. We needed a few. We took three months off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from doing anything. Yeah, seriously. So um, we're back at it. And we appreciate you. And don't forget to spread the word. Be you, share you. Bye. Bye.